and Rob. Hello, welcome to the And Rob podcast. I am Robert Shaver. This is Andy Smith. And we are And Rob. <laughs> Today we're going to be chatting again to each other uh, various things from our week. Andy, do you want to kick this off by telling me what happened to you this week? Sure, yeah. So uh, two times this week, I've been along to baby evening classes. Whoa. Uh, so basically for learning about how to deal with the uh, intimate birth of our of our baby. Right. You are actually having a baby. Yes. It's not just like <laughs> interests, like a hobby, a new hobby no. of yours. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It, in fact, they probably ask you for proof, don't they? Um, they haven't asked us they for don't. proof, but... I mean, we turn up as a couple and she is heavily pregnant. Yeah. So uh, that's probably yeah, proof yeah. enough. And is it like end stages pregnancy? Uh, oh, like yeah. Classes? Everyone is yeah. It's around the same due date. Right. So there's there's two main objectives for the class. Like a main objective, number one, is for local people who are having babies to meet each other. That really is the, the primary oh, objective. That's sweet. And then objective number two is to learn, you know, good stuff about about this, this uh, kind of thing. So um, Like how to change nappies well more um, more about the birth uh how to safely hold the baby um how to uh breastfeed effectively uh how to support each other uh, that all that kind of stuff that is unbelievably sweet yeah <laughs> the fact that you've even you're even going to these to be prepared enough that's just that's just glorious i love the, it the uh, the person who's running it is quite a character oh i, I would say okay so um she's clearly done it a lot and she knows how to run it and the get class people. or had a lot of babies ah no get the class the class yeah. she's had one baby right uh but which she, qualifies uh, her immensely yes, for this job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh she uh is very kind of um hilarious in her own way she's kind of uh making lots of really strange analogies yeah um and she uh, wants people to join in yeah. and kind of get involved. So she wants the crowd participation. But the way she does it is like through kind of like non sequitur analogies. So she might be showing us a picture of, of uh, like a, a, the insides of a lady, like a diagram of a, a baby in Here a womb. The insides of a lady. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Very biologically it's like accurate. It's like spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what's her analogy? Uh, so she'll be like, uh, oh, you see this, um, this part of the, uh, of, of the, it was this particular bit was the perineum and she was like you see this it's called the perineum it looks kind of a bit like a golf club do you, do you see that do you see that uh does any anyone play golf here uh, uh, i don't but i've played it once yeah yeah, yeah. anyone else anyone else play golf oh I, uh, yeah i play golf yeah, regularly you, you with have? my friends yeah uh, quite regularly quite regularly yeah uh this looks kind of like a club doesn't it it does yeah and that's kind of like how she gets into the ball. And, and she, she, she doesn't, she, she won't just say, hey, see this golf club bit. She'll be, uh, make someone commit to, to uh, actually having done it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just say you've done it to get, let's get past this bit. Yes, Come on. Exactly. Uh, it's just, just acknowledge that it looks like a golf club and she'll get on with the next bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But she's kind of, um, it's, it, it sets up a really nice atmosphere, hmm. you know, because. Hmm. You're, everyone's kind of a little bit nervous going along there. So, so to have someone uh, yeah. kind of doing that kind of thing Do you is, find is it's quite a, nice. A difficult subject to broach with other 
people who are just about to have a baby like oh oh so you're just about to have a baby <laughs> uh, no not at no, all i mean yeah. everyone is so up for talking about Aww. it i think the thing is that uh it's all people are thinking about yeah and they're also quite terrified and they want to kind of know hey are you terrified as well or do you know something that i need to know uh so no we're we're, we're just launching straight oh, into it you know what that reminds me of when you're queuing outside an exam oh yeah and um you're, you're, everyone's been revising obviously yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they've all been revising the same kinds of questions and they're like oh did you look at like um n2o uh, and like how the bond structures are done and how how much energy it requires to make that bond and, like this is chemistry like you know yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, got, I got that <laughs> <laughs> not every listener will know what i was talking about like, letters what are you talking about bonding letters um, <laughs> uh, that's not how they talk they, they talk like normal people not like uh anyway um yes yeah so it reminds i used to have those discussions and you're so nervous aren't you yeah yeah and you're just like oh i i that's you're latching on to anything you don't know like yeah. oh, oh no well, tell me that, that thing oh just quickly explain that to me yeah i'm <laughs> so glad i don't do exams anymore <laughs> yeah me too i still have those nightmares yeah, you know I, for I, about five years after university yeah Every time it got to uh, like the beginning of summer yeah. and the weather started getting really nice and you just yeah. wanted to go outside, I'd yeah. f- occasionally mm. I'd just feel this kind of sinking feeling of, oh, oh. I, need, I should be working, I should be revising. Because for so many years, yeah. up until that point, I've yeah. associated that time of year oh. with exams. Yeah. I used to get the feeling of hopefulness that I would uh, pull someone in a club. I know like around summertime I used to get because that was the time you started really going out clubbing in a serious way oh yeah you know and it was like this is the summer I'm going to get a girlfriend you know and uh, just that excitement of being young and being like this is like it's going to be the best summer ever it's going to be great you know and it's just like such a buzz around summer I feel like um, maybe it's our culture because our summer and our winter are so so like extreme Um, yeah and extreme ends of the year we just kind of like you know flip-flop our moods between kind of very sullen and like reserved and not going out too much and trying to stay positive through the dark days and then that 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 feeling that you were describing about uh oh this is going to be the year where i'm going to get a girlfriend yeah i i had that as well but i I think i'd have it around my birthday oh like i'm gonna be somehow gifted with a present this year god (laughs) age 13 you're like oh okay it's uh uh, maybe this year, then it's age 14. Oh, oh God, this is, this is going to be the year. Come on, man. Psych up. Come on. This is the year. Come on. Age 15. Oh, okay. This is getting a bit late. Like, this is getting a bit embarrassing now. It's a bit embarrassing. Uh, I'm, I'm having to tell people I'm still a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> At age Eight. 15. Yeah. And everyone knows the most impressive guy in the room is always the one who's 14 and he's had sex with someone <laughs> <laughs> behind the bike sheds, or at least he's had a bit of a hand job or something. <laughs> you know, something happened. He kissed, he actually kissed someone. Uh, and that, that's, that's, that's it isn't it that's currency at that age that's like wow you are the master and lord i need to know everything about what you've done and how to to get there myself i remember for kissing i was like um oh god i'm not sure how to do it so i would I would actually Google round and kind of uh, try and find out how to kiss yeah, properly. Yeah, it was like in the early days of the internet. I'm there with you, bro. This is this is excruciatingly embarrassing. Yeah, but like <laughs> tidbits of information. How do you kiss? How do you kiss? Yeah. If you've never done it before, it's a lot to negotiate when you're nervous. I mean, are the lips supposed to be level? 
or are they or both slightly offset. to leave? Yeah. In movies where it's quite graphic, sometimes they're offset. But is that just a stage kiss? You know? Do they just press their mouths together and then nothing happens? Am I meant to put my tongue in their mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that in, sounds in Cruel Intentions. Really invasive. <laughs> remember in Cruel Intentions where Sarah Michelle Gellar is teaching uh, something Blair, Selma, Selma Blair, he's teaching her how to kiss and uh, she kind how of describes it in quite a, quite a bit of detail. And I, I remember watching oh, that. Watching thinking, it again and thinking, again. Uh, okay, that's how I need to do it. Okay, okay. Oh, wow. Gently massage the other person's tongue with your tongue or something like that. Can I tell you something really embarrassing? Yes. That I'm not even sure I want people who aren't you and me to know. I don't even know if I want you to know. <laughs> I once got a piece of tinned... Um, mango, which was kind of tonguey, and like practice kissing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds quite pleasant. It Tin was mango is delicious. Was really tasty. <laughs> it was so tasty, and I I kind of liked the idea that I was like imagining that I was kissing someone, and that this yeah. is what it was like. You know, kind of slight desperation. <laughs> you know, and I was I don't know I was like probably twelve or fourteen or something. Like, I was yeah. quite young, but um, yeah, my whole university years were like kind of anxiety around getting a girlfriend and yeah. you know and everyone seemed to be off doing it and really just easy about it you know that kind of cool laid back hey man it's all right you just go clubbing and you say to a girl hey you're attractive yeah <laughs> and you just dance but then everyone seems to keep their cards to their chest like, like no one wants to tell you yeah. how they're doing it it's like step one you need to be completely comfortable with rejection <laughs> <laughs> all right um do you mind if i spend another eight years trying to do yeah. that <laughs> no you need to do it now so that so you can get exactly what you're driven biologically to do which is get a girlfriend and procreate <laughs> yeah the thing about uh, looking for advice back then it's like we were talking about how you we'd have geo cities and all, all these kind of rubbish internet sites uh, it's like also there were it, that was like the golden age of men's magazines oh the, fhm yeah do you remember fhm I loaded i remember look at, kind of my housemate was unashamed about getting them so he would buy them and, and then we had access to them in the house you know, yeah, and then I guess it, it, was there shame in buying those that I didn't. I, I felt all the time. That it was a bit like I didn't want to. I think it was my shame, so I didn't want to be perceived as someone who okay. kind of got those. Not because I was feminist, because I didn't want to be. I didn't want people to think I was sexual. Well, I mean, there's. A, <laughs> Oh, okay. Do you okay. know what I mean? I mean that's my hang-up. I didn't want people to think I was, like, a sexual person. I wanted people to think I was, like, a civilised... I don't know, I was, like, fucked okay. up. It's and you didn't think they were uh, civilised? <laughs> you, you, you actually, as a kind of a young kid, you kind of recognised that they were these... What are you doing? Sexist, nasty... Sexist. Things. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's kind of like a bit of sexism or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I didn't feel that way about them at all. Really? I was more, um, they, they're kind of gonna teach me something that i need to know oh no no that's how i enjoyed them but i, oh, like, I okay. didn't want to go out to a shop and buy them ah. because of the, oh yeah i mean i definitely feel yeah. a little bit embarrassed, embarrassed yeah uh, yeah, like yeah buying yeah. buying them at the, that's what the i'm saying that's what i'm saying it's like getting a condom or something you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> oh man buying condoms man just it's embarrassing it's embarrassing now <laughs> yeah. like in tesco's like you're with your wife and you're like you're buying like you know protection and the person has to scan them you know you can't you, if you've got a big bunch of shopping you can't go to the self-checkout it's too big it won't fit on the scale do you ever do you ever uh, kind of look at the different tills and see the people working there and kind of make a decision on which one you're going to go to based on who's <laughs> going to be less embarrassing um 
No, I usually, I genuinely just always go for the person who looks the fastest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, just so that it gets get it over and done with the quickest. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm a really bad customer. I, the right thing to do is like engage with them and then just like you know just have a proper kind of human interaction. But I just try not to. I just I want to kind of get on with my life and be very siloed and in myself sorry the right thing to do is to engage what do you mean kind of like th- that person who has to sit there and like scan your shopping and it's yeah. a fairly kind of boring job i imagine but and like so you know just you know but I'm, I'm so in my head usually that i just kind of want to be like oh god i just want the next thing to happen i want to like, get this in the car get it home yeah. get it in the cupboards you know <laughs> like so i'm thinking about that whereas i should be just like acknowledging that i'm having a human to human experience you yeah. know so i think that's the right thing to do isn't it i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, I'm usually just like, choose the fastest person. Yeah, right. Do you, do you vet them for like, who will accept condoms and lube? <laughs> Don't go for the old lady. I'll yeah, have to. I've definitely avoided a few old ladies. Yes. Why? Why, Andy? Why that sexual as well? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. That's a good question. But yeah, you're right. I mean, but basically what we're saying is like you go with what you're most comfortable with in the, even in those situations, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And in that, back in the day, I didn't want to go into uh those shops and get an FHM magazine. Uh you know, I wanted like pornos and ma- magazines, you know, you're a randy teenager. That's <laughs> all you can think about. But um yeah, I would not uh so so the fact that our housemate had uh, that accessible was great you know you could flick through and just like you know read the articles on how oh, to yeah, be a- love reading those articles <laughs> <laughs> buy it for the article <clears throat> hey, rob t- tell us tell us about your week oh i thank you um i've already uh kind of thought of this uh and gone over it with you, but I will go over it again for the pleasure of our listening public. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week I had a training course and um, I won't go into the technical details, but it was a microservices one, but that's uh, basically a software term for like splitting things up into manageable chunks. And um, yeah, the guy teaching it was uh, just seemed really disinterested. Right. You know, and um, I'm just bitching about him now, but it's just like... <laughs> In what way was he disinterested? Well, I, I've said this to people, I've said this to loads of people, but um, I, my analogy is like, it was like MasterChef, but it, like, <laughs> it was like MasterChef, but he got you to, instead of like tasting the cakes that you'd made and like investigating them, he, did, he didn't even look at them, you know? It's like, <laughs> if, it, if it was MasterChef, then it would be like, you'd make something, then just put it in the bin. Right. You know? <laughs> except like we built on what we were making at every stage so it was like we took them out of the bin again at every stage this piece of rubbish that we'd made and then like he hadn't even looked at it to see if it was right or not and he said all oh, right now add this to it you know like presuming that it was fine Presu- right. presuming it wasn't just like a slice of old moldy pizza like all oh, right now add more toppings it was like it just again and again and it was a three-day course and by the end of it we had this pile of poo <laughs> you know <laughs> that he hadn't even checked he hadn't even acknowledged that we'd learned what he was telling us yeah you know and um yeah he was obviously paid quite a lot of money to be there and uh i couldn't believe that he was getting away with just sitting at the front of the class whilst we made this crap uh without checking it and uh, checking his like facebook and whatnot yeah so yeah that was my week most of it it was like monday to, to wednesday but there was part of it that was like i kind of like being in a kind of dossy mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm at work i'm in the work offices but I can kind of just like not do much, you know, like it's kind of like, I felt like it was a tiny kind of half holiday, 
you know yeah i'm in the office but i'm kind of like relaxed i'm not having to engage in this i'm not a programmer at the best of times so i was kind of watching over other people doing some of the exercises and stuff and then at the other other times just kind of like you know doing some research and reading and it was it was relaxed yeah you know so yeah i've had quite a relaxed week oh, and the other thing is a follow-up from the previous podcast but yeah my my bunny shed is Ooh. coming together nicely fantastic yes uh, the gratings are in place the bunnies moved in the bunnies haven't moved in yet they're oh, still yeah. um sweating it out in the conservatory uh and um oh, i realize how middle class i sound with my conservatory <laughs> my tiny glass built building <laughs> um, yeah is um uh yes it's it's all coming along nicely and it was fucking like every single hole that I drill for a nail it's just instant regret you know just like regret 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 like <laughs> just uh, the amount of work that it's taken to put this thing together it's just like oh god every panel that I put in place but it's going to be so good to get rid of those rabbits put them in the garden where they should be yeah so yeah you, you're also saying that maybe you slightly regret buying the uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like you know i was high on coffee browsing the internet oh what can i do i, I want i want these bunnies to be happy yeah. so get them i don't want to get them out of the house but i wouldn't be i wouldn't feel right about putting them in a tiny hutch so you know better, better get them a huge shed <laughs> like a, a bunny cathedral to put them in yeah i think I've, we've been over this in a previous podcast <laughs> you know so yeah and it's um yeah, I made a banana bread yesterday. Oh, very nice. A whole banana bread. And there's this, there's this banana bread recipe that I, there's my go-to banana bread recipe on allrecipes.com. Yeah. You can look it up if you want. <laughs> it's a banana banana bread. And um, what you're meant to do yeah. is um, sieve the flour, put loads of air into the flour. Anyone who knows how to make a good sponge knows you aerate it. Yeah. You know, and uh, you cream the sugar with the butter to add even yeah, more yeah, yeah. air. Uh, and then you fold in the wet ingredients, you know, like the, the bananas and uh, any milk or whatever you're adding. So and the eggs so that it doesn't reduce the air. I just fucking put it all in a mixer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother chopping up the uh, the, the uh, bananas. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. And uh, <laughs> it was just like, put it in the oven and it just turned out fine. Oh, fantastic. It's like, and it made me think... I should make, like someone should make a no bullshit cooking channel on YouTube. Yeah. You know? Just like, like, just like this, you can make a cake like this. You don't <laughs> need to, though, every, you know, you don't need to spend hours agonizing over measuring every single last ounce. You don't need to fluff the butter with the sugar and like, agonize over getting that right and the right consistency so that you can turn the bowl upside down. It doesn't fall out and whatever. Yeah. Just like... Be, be quick and dirty. Like, I'm talking about Jamie Oliver Plus, you know, like, yeah. he because he gets off on, like, being like, oh, yeah, you can make a meal in five minutes, mate. It's pucker. <laughs> you know? And, like, he'll show you how to make this, like, crazy rough, like, bruschetta that's yeah. just, like, really rough chopped and really tasty. And, um, but, like, it's like, my bruschetta would just be, like, a single sliced tomato <laughs> on a piece of toast. It's like, eat that. That's fine. And I like, add some herbs and spices and you're, you're done in even less time. I think there's a gap in the market, the, the end of the spectrum of you've got two minutes to make a meal, you know? So when you, have you thought of this idea before? I, just thought of it a bit now. I have dabbled in making a cooking blog. Have you? Yes. 
I have uh, I've registered uh, vegetable escapades oh. at uh, dot blogspot dot com. Blogs was this quite a long time ago? It was quite a long time ago, um, and I it was all kicked off because someone bought me a giant muli. What's a muli? Uh, muli is a giant radish. Okay, it's a giant radish from China. Okay, and I don't know why that's in a <laughs> Dutch accent. But, um, um, that is what I was going for, even though it was rubbish. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, and it, it, it was kind of like um, a huge, it was a huge um, kind of courgette yeah. thing, and uh, I didn't know what to do with it, so I just chopped it in half, scooped out the guts, and then put it back in and grilled it, and that's all it was, so I thought, well, okay, I'll have a go at what everyone seems to be doing right now, which is put a blog on a website somewhere, and uh, it was easy enough to register the site, and then I took loads of pictures, and then spent hours like uploading and you know, mess- you know putting little captions underneath, and tried to be just embarrassingly trying to be funny <laughs> you know like you know when your captions have to all be like quirky and like oh. can you can you bring it up now and read us a uh, a little excerpt oh this is embarrassing do you want to just pause that uh uh we we, we could uh, we could talk while you're doing it <laughs> so yeah my blog my my cooking blog yeah has i think two entries uh, so one is that mooly thing, yeah, and the other one is a luxa. So I made like a vegetarian luxa. So that, what a luxa is either. It's like a traditional, uh, exceedingly spicy um, soup, uh, like usually with fish. But yeah. I was vegetarian, so I made a vegetarian one. I, um, I just <laughs> had a packet of like paste yeah. that was luxa flavored and then just went i don't know what i'll do i'll put that on my blog <laughs> so um yeah escapades vegetable vegetable escapades i mean even that sounds poncy doesn't it <laughs> dot blogspot dot blogspot dot com put it into your browser and look at my embarrassing blog you know what i think it's actually been removed what i know how, how annoying um vegetable escapades wow i really feel like this might not be entertaining for people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound of us on the internet oh wait no i spelled it wrong it's still there <laughs> um Yes, it's actually still... Yes, so there's two entries. Friday, September 26th, 2008. <laughs> Sunday, August the 9th, 2009. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Wow. Uh, and the title is Cook the Veg. Cook the Monster Veg. Shall I read some of... Yeah, yeah, read it. Shall I read the first? Uh, uh, try, and, try and find the bits where you're uh, being hilarious. <laughs> where you're trying to be funny. Uh, I asked everyone. No one knew what it was. A giant, green, tough-skinned vegetable, yes. Unusually phallic, yes. What? Strangely intimidating, <laughs> yes. But what the hell was inside? <laughs> Clearly uncertain how to proceed. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, Ellie, consoled me and urged me to slice it in the middle. Shall I bake it, fry or grill? I whimpered uncontrollably as I cut its thick butternut squash-like skin. It's bleeding, Ellie cried. What? And it, and it was. <laughs> It was. It was like leaking this clear liquid. Look, there's pictures. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, don't drink the blood raw 
begged Ellie. She didn't say that. I <laughs> <laughs> just want to be funny. Uh, you will anger the marrow god. He is petty and unforgiving, but it was too late. I could already feel my head shrinking. <laughs> i know okay i can kind of see why uh that was a bit of a it's embarrassing it's an embarrassing <laughs> chapter in my life it's still up there that's the thing like if you do a thing on the internet it's there forever now yeah you know like google makes the promise I think, of i think i had a, a blog no way back in uh it's probably around the same time but I don't, I don't. I think I tried to have a like a like a general interest blog, you know, the, like mm. the, the kind of the exact kind that you shouldn't have because they need to be right. focused. Yeah, I I had a Tumblr as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It was called Dio uh, which was like you know my tayo of life, and it, that was embarrassing as well. It was just me trying to be funny, but trying to do short shorter versions of blogs, you know, blog posts on Tumblr. That was well before it was cool. So I've got a blog here uh, from 2007 to 2009. Uh, I've got... Wow, you got into this earlier than I did. (laughs) Look at you. I'll I'll read you the titles and maybe we can open one. India Tomorrow, Mumbai, Indian Toilets, Back from India. (laughs) Did you go to India, Andy? (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this title. Andrew on spirituality and the power of now. (laughs) That has to be open, doesn't it? You have to put... And the next one is why are we happy? Uh, And the next one is optimize your Windows programming environment. (laughs) Oh, so consistent. (laughs) So consistent. So which one did you want? You wanted uh, Andrew on spirituality. Yeah. But this was because I was just reading a... uh, Well, give us an excerpt. Oh, dear me. I, I shy away from most things that claim to have a basis in spirituality. Mm. Religion, for example, seems absurd to me. Yeah. And I'm always slightly amused when someone from a mainstream religion like Anglicanism looks down upon a less wildly followed religion like Mormonism or Scientology because they are equally ridiculous to me. <laughs> Uh, shall i carry on <laughs> oh yeah oh, God, i, I read the know. whole essay I it's really, pretty I, long what i want to know is how far above religion you really are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this stage uh, i do however believe that spiritual concepts can be employed by skeptics however some people have a tendency to take things too far for example i used to practice aikido a japanese martial art translating the translating to the way of harmony mm. central to aikido was the concept of ki or chi, as some other other martial arts call it, which is an intangible energy which can be focused into blows, movement, balance, etc. I didn't take this literally, and I never believed that a successful dispatch of an opponent was the product of anything other than simple mechanics. However, visualising chi running through my and my opponent's bodies gave me new insight into the movement, as well as aiding relaxation and peace of mind oh it just goes on like that <laughs> wow so it's like your younger self let's see if i have a computer. your younger self was compelled to tell the world that like the, the the truth about um aikido and the truth about um how spirituality is like these are my musings on, on religion and spirituality and i want people to know i want people to resonate with this and to agree and to like maybe comment Maybe I, it seems a bit preachy, doesn't it? It's yeah. Oh, it comes. It off. seems to be like ramming it down oh, the throat. Yeah, and also no depth to it either. It, yeah. It's like no attempt to 
kind of see the other points of view. Or, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is from 2008, so it's... So you'd say that <laughs> since you've become a much more balanced person? Um, I think I think it wasn't that I was unbalanced back then. It, it's, it's that I didn't quite know what I was going for in the writing style. And I think around that time, there were a lot of blogs... Um, kind of in a kind of very irreverent style uh very uh kind of saying this is how to live your life this yeah. is what you need to do yeah. and i think everything was a bit more black and white back when i was however old i was there 2007 yeah is that 2007 yeah. wow god seems like 10 years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was 10 years ago holy crap <laughs> oh wow <clears throat> Well, any, I, any more expert excerpts requested? Expert excerpts. I, you know what? I think we've we've really mined some of that. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, I think th there is a podcast that kind of does this. It was like yeah. em embarrassing excerpts from diaries, yeah. and they read a bit from like a diary that they made when they, like 20, 30 years ago, and uh, just like say what they were thinking about at the time, and you know that kind of stuff. And it, um, yeah. It's uh, that weird nostalgia, isn't it? And uh, kind of like being surprised at what you've written. Yes. Like, did I write that? Was I such a different person that yeah. could write that? You know? Um, but yeah, the fact that it's all out on the internet still. Yeah. And our, our children and our children's children will be yeah. able to read that and see what kind of person we yes, were. Yes, they will. If they can ever trace it back to us, you know, if we ever show them. Otherwise, it will just live in this kind of orphaned limbo state forever, floating around the internet tubes, you know, hosted on some computer offshore. It's magical. <laughs> it's magical. And you make a presence known in the world it stays forever in digital form anyway that's enough rambling for today thank you for joining us um and uh, i hope you have an amazing week until next time goodbye Bye.